And welcome back to What the Well. We hope you're well. We want to tell you what the well is up. We hope you're well enough to muster up the rest of this semester. You made it through another one. You're almost done. It's so much fun. So whether you're going home or we'll be alone, we hope you won't be lonely. As we acknowledge all the bad, we're still grateful for what we have. Yeah, it is the well. It's the well. Yeah, it's the well. You ain't heard of us. Hey, Rams. Hey, hey welcome. Heard with us. If you look around for a word to trust, check the star scene journey, you can learn from us. Sex, sleep, drugs, what we gon' discuss? Whatever you need to be prosperous. Negativity superfluous. All we really want is for you to just be true to you and be who you are, cause you are a star and you will go far. You can succeed at all of your dreams, you'll get your degree and all of those things, but you must take care of your health. Cherish yourself, your body, your mental, your brains, and your wealth. You can have fun and still be well, that's what we do here at the well. was the night before Thursday, and in a certain house, in one hand was turkey, in the other a mouse. And not the kind with whiskers and fur, but the kind you use with computers. And there through the screen, they shared their smiles, and talked and sang for quite a while. At least, that's how I wish it went. That's actually why I called you to vent. You might leave for break like, great. Back to nonstop questions about my grades and my friends and how much fiber I ate. Here are some tips for a better holiday. Relatives are like golden retrievers. They haven't seen you in months and want nothing more than to lick your face or ask constant questions about school. You're basically the most important thing in their life, so maybe throw them a bone. Take a deep breath. It's easy to retrace old paths of communication A mindful moment to plan the next sentence can help us all respond like we're 18 instead of 8. Instead of criticizing, set real boundaries with empathy. Why are you so obsessed with oatmeal? Becomes, I know my fiber intake is important to you, but it's my job to take care of that stuff. Let's talk about something else. It's okay to get away for a bit if you feel fatigued or your boundaries aren't being respected. Try this. I'm going to take a walk around the block to boost digestion. Real talk, not everyone has a supportive family or even a family at all. In this case, planning ahead can help. Find a friend or five to contact for support. Do whatever you need to do to take care of you. Self-care is a requirement, not a luxury. Are you anticipating a tough holiday season, either with difficult family members or without a lot of people in your corner? Visit thewell.vcu.edu or click the link in our Instagram bio to check out the Holiday Safety Planning Guide for tips on how to stay safe and do self-care over the break. Traveling for the holidays this year is complicated. For guidelines on how to keep yourself and your family safer, visit vdh.virginia.gov slash coronavirus and scroll down to travel. So, you've heard about the importance of gratitude. Maybe it was your mom or your place of worship or even your third grade teacher who had you make one of those little construction paper hand turkeys. But right now you might not be feeling hashtag blessed. This year has been a show, to put it mildly. 
Sure, gratitude has benefits. Thanking others for their kindness has been shown to increase self-reported happiness scores. In one study, gratitude journaling not only made participants more optimistic, but they were also more likely to exercise and less likely to need doctor visits. But knowing all that doesn't always make it easier to feel grateful. And trying to make yourself be grateful is just wrong. A general rule for feelings is that you can't and shouldn't try to force them. Positivity becomes toxic positivity when it's used to cover over sadness, anger, or fear that needs to be expressed and dealt with. So, for the rest of us, aka all of us who get stressed, feel angry at injustice, and have days when the glass really looks about nine-tenths empty, how do we access gratitude more often? Notice I said more often, not every moment of every day. Well, first of all, you don't have to feel grateful to practice gratitude. The hope is that the feelings follow the practice. So write that letter or send that text to someone who's helped you. Or try listing things you're grateful for in a notebook. If feelings of gratitude follow, that's great. It's also okay if they don't. Training our brains to practice gratitude can be something to work up to. We can also work through some of our negative emotions to get to a calmer state where gratitude is more easily accessible. Gratitude seems like it should be all sunshine and rainbows, but I propose that one key to unlocking it is actually a healthy dose of realism. We can't be grateful when we feel like everything is terrible. And the thing is, most of the time when everything feels terrible, our brains are lying to us. Automatic negative thoughts, or ants for short, are ideas that pop up in our heads when we're afraid or disappointed and quickly proclaim the worst case scenario. Failing a test might translate to, I'm stupid and I'm never going to graduate. Getting ghosted by someone on a dating app might become, maybe I don't deserve love. Our brains really like to use all or nothing thinking and build a negative experience into a proclamation on our entire life and worth. To get to a calmer place, we've got to slow our roll. So how do you do that? It all comes back to mindfulness. Mindfulness doesn't mean changing our emotions. It means observing them without judgment in order to get a little bit of perspective. When you've got that everything is terrible feeling, take a step back and a deep breath. Remember that being a human or a ram means struggling sometimes. Allow yourself to feel as sad, scared, or disappointed as you really are. At the same time, remember that these are feelings, not universal truths. And remember that those feelings are influenced by thoughts that might not be accurate. Are you really stupid and hopeless for failing a test? Or is it possible you just need a little bit more help to understand some hard concepts? Did that person ghost because of something you did? Or because conversations just fall off sometimes? Not everyone can get along with everyone. Compare what actually happened to you with the headline in your head and check to see if it isn't just a bunch of clickbait. Sometimes things really are just hard. Many folks who experience traumatic life events or intense grief still feel intense gratitude alongside it for people or things that have helped them survive. But if you're going through something tough and you're finding it hard to access gratitude or hope, know that you're not alone. If you need someone to talk to, check out counseling.vcu.edu for appointments and other resources. There's also an after-hours helpline at 804-828-6200. Being able to see the bad in life with more nuance can allow some good to peek out like the sun from behind a cloud. And sometimes, from that slightly brighter view, gratitude can rise up on its own. 
for the help from your classmates, professor, or consultant at the VCU Writing Center, for the hope that you'll find a happy, healthy relationship if that's what you're looking for, for the people in your life who've helped you keep going through hard times. Gratitude is one important part of the full range of human feelings. Thank heavens this semester is almost finished. Because I am tired and over it. I'm ready to get these finals done with and go home. Just kidding, I'm staying in the city because I have to work over break. Anyways, back to the point, finals are here, we're under some pressure, and it can be really easy to fall back into our own unhealthy habit loops. A habit loop is a sequence of events that keeps us locked into mindless patterns that don't always do us good. It goes like this. Cue, routine, reward. The cue is anything that starts the cycle. An emotion, a physical sensation, a time of day, or a particular sight or smell. The routine is our automatic response to that cue. And the reward is the good feeling that we get from doing the routine that tells us, Hey, this cycle's really doing it for me. Let's do it again. You see, the thing about bad habits is that we know that they're bad, but they are so hard to break. One of my bad habits, for example, is fast food because I literally cannot be bothered to cook or wash dishes. Truth be told, there's a very good chance that I am on my way to Popeye's while you're listening to this. But here are another couple of examples of bad habits that you might be experiencing and how you can beat them. Let's say, you know, hypothetically, that you have a paper due in a few days. You sit down to work. You open up the document. You type the word the in 12-point Times New Roman font, and then you immediately check your messages. This isn't just garden variety laziness. It's a habit loop in action. You're overwhelmed by everything you have to do, and your brain in its infinite wisdom says, Hey, you feel much less stressed when you're talking to your friends. Why not do that instead? So you do. And you feel better, for the moment anyway. The stress of your project immediately melts away, and you know it'll only get worse later, but quite frankly, that's a problem for future you. Feel overwhelmed? The cue. Check your messages? The routine. Feel better? The reward. The thing is, your brain is so practiced at this cycle that most of the time when you do it, you don't even know it's happening. All you know is that you sat down to work at 1 p.m. and now it's 9 and you're scrolling through the comment section of a YouTube video you don't even know how you got to while your project sits untouched. So, the first step in freeing yourself from the habit loop is to notice it. Keep an eye out for when your actions don't always match up with your intentions and get non-judgmentally curious about them. Everyone struggles with bad habits, so don't beat yourself up. You also don't have to stop it every time. Even just noticing what's going on is great progress. A good question to ask yourself is, what am I getting out of this? It's okay if it takes some time to figure that out. Habit loops can be really deeply ingrained and automatic. Procrastinating might give you short-term relief from stress, but that's not going to last. Try finding ways to relieve your stress without derailing your goals. The next time you have the urge to check your text, you could try taking a few deep breaths and reminding yourself that your paper doesn't have to be perfect at first. You just have to get something on the page. A star, no matter how sloppy, ridiculous, or just plain terrible, is better than no start at all. Let's move on to another habit loop, though. Smoking. Most VCU students don't smoke or vape, but for those of you who do, you might recognize the following. Your morning class is over. 
You see the clock says 12 p.m. and you hit leave meeting on Zoom. The queue. You go outside for a little smoke break. The routine. You feel relaxed and alert. Reward. Again, try asking, what am I getting out of this? What was happening before this that led me to decide to smoke? How do I even really feel when I smoke? How does it taste? How do my lungs feel? It sounds counterintuitive, but pay mindful attention to the moment. Is the habit really as satisfying as your brain is telling you? Or are you just used to smoking every day at noon after class? You know, maybe try substituting it for a different habit. For instance, you could head to the kitchen and make yourself lunch. And after 15 minutes, ask yourself if you're still craving that smoke break as strongly. Quitting is way easier said than done, but mindful attention to your habits can help you slowly build the skills to improve your life. Anyways, and as always, if you need or just want somebody to talk to, we got you at the well. Want to talk about procrastinating and getting out of it? Hit us up. Want to talk about cutting back or quitting smoking? Hit us up. Or better yet, head to our website to schedule a virtual one-on-one appointment so we can chat and gossip. Oh, and if you're looking for even more info or support, feel free to visit tobaccofree.vcu.edu or shoot an email to quit at vcu.edu. Talk to y'all next month. So you want to be a quitter, huh? Do you smoke or vape? Have you had a thought about quitting? Or are you back and forth as to whether you want to? Hmm, come in. Get cozy, and let's chat about it. Just kidding, I know this is a podcast. So think about these to yourself, or do some mindful journaling with me. Would it be okay if we have a conversation about what smoking or vaping is like for you? Yes? Okay, okay, great. So, tell me a little about what a typical day is like for you. How does smoking or vaping fit into that day? What do you like about smoking? What do you dislike about it? What do you imagine it would be like if you didn't smoke or vape anymore? Do you have any past experiences with quitting? Tell me about that. What is it like for you to be talking about this? What do you think you would need to successfully stop smoking or vaping? Support, you say? Well, have you heard that the well does smoking cessation appointments with our very own quick coaches? In those appointments, we'll have a talk similar to the one we just had, but you'll be leading the conversation. This is your decision, your lifestyle change, your journey. We're just here to support you on your way, no matter what stage of quitting you may be in. So... Are you ready? Let's do this. Visit thewell.vcu.edu or email thewell.vcu.edu to schedule an appointment and get your quick kit. Education and great relationship breakthroughs. 
for family and everything that I've been through. I'm grateful for all these things and more. Even when I'm bored, laying on the floor, parents I adore, make me do my chores. Grateful I woke up, it's enough to get a brother's mother choked up. We get some amazing, a lot of brother got breath. There's a lot of people who've got a lot less. I'm grateful for besties who choose to text me or let me be when I'm stressed and depressed and protesting to learn the lessons and have them turn into blessings. Grateful for first impressions, grateful for second chances, grateful for lucky guesses, grateful for when my pants fit, grateful like full of gratitude, grateful like full of greatness, I'm grateful for understanding, I'm grateful for texting and Netflix and test shows, for movies and smoothies and menus. Grateful for the fact that I just met you or forget you Cause you get me and I get you Cause I'm grateful I'm grateful I'm grateful